Hey there, mama. Welcome back to the new mom boss podcast, episode 88. It's Callista here, and today is an espresso type of episode. I like to call this an espresso shot episode because it is short, but it has a strong message, and hopefully it'll give you a little wake up on this topic I'm going to talk about, which is the new era way to prepare for our babies. So let's just dive right in. Hi, I'm Callista Anderson, a new mom coach and educator. I help new moms just like you during pregnancy and beyond to figure out what to do next and how to do it so that you feel prepared, equipped with the proper knowledge, and ready for your precious baby allowing you to enjoy the wonderful runway into mommyhood. If you're navigating through pregnancy with a million things on your mind that you know you have to get done or learn about, then this is the podcast for you. I have been where you are and I totally get it. I'm a mom of three and my first two babies were back to back, only 13 months apart. Those first couple of years were a pretty challenging time but it made me a fast new mom master, and it gave me a newfound passion for mamas-to-be and their babies. It was during this intense learning curve of the new mom life, I had a light bulb moment and said, wow, isn't it interesting that we women prepare way more for our weddings, like a year in advance, and put so much energy into every last detail? Yet, we don't do the same thing for becoming a new mom. I was inspired to combine my experience along with my professional background as a registered nurse and a certified lactation counselor to help women get ready for their babies like they were getting ready for their weddings, to make them feel like a boss when that sweet baby arrived. So I created my business, New Mom Boss, and started this show the new mom boss podcast to help prepare women for the most important job of their lives becoming a mom i am so glad you are here and want to thank you in advance for taking the time to learn for your baby we moms are changing the world one baby at a time and i can hardly wait to get started so let's go Okay, mamas, so espresso shot episode. I say this in my intro, you know, we prepared so differently today than how we prepared for babies centuries ago. And I talk about it here and there, or it's an overall theme on my podcast, as well as in what I teach, if you've ever worked with me before. But I wanted to talk about it more and get into it a little deeper, but in a short episode. So the way we've been getting ready for our babies in this country and in a lot of Western countries has been the same for about a hundred years now. And what is that preparation like? Well, we prepare for the stuff, right? We prepare for all the baby gadgets that we're going to need. That's what most women think of after they find out they're pregnant, right? Like after the excitement calms down and announcing the news is is all out there, we start to think about the latest stroller and car seat and crib and the nursery. 
And that is all very much needed, of course. But I want to change that. I don't want that to be the first thing that we think about as getting ready for the baby because there is so many other things that are more important and more impactful for you and your baby and your husband and your family to prepare for that isn't the stuff. Okay, answer this for me. True or false? We prepare more for our weddings than we do for our babies. We invest a lot more time and money preparing for our weddings than our babies, generally speaking. From the venue to the dresses to the reception, the food, the bar, the music, the table settings, like so many details, right? And it's usually a year in advance. And there's usually tens of thousands of dollars invested. So it is such a big difference in mentality that we have in today's culture and preparing for our babies. Now compare that with preparing for a baby. So let's go through the typical journey of preparing for a baby. So you find out you're pregnant and you're excited. And by that time, you're probably about a month, you know, pregnant. And then you tell your family and for the first few weeks, you don't even know what to do. You're kind of just waiting till that first trimester is over because there's a lot of symptoms, you know, pregnancy symptoms in the beginning that you just kind of have to write out and wait to be over. And also there's a lot of uncertainty in the first trimester with the high rates of miscarriages, which is really common. So, you know, we have the first three months, we're just kind of waiting to get ready, right? So after that, that leaves six months around there to really prepare for the baby. And how we spend those six months is preparing for the stuff I just talked about, which is the baby stuff, which is registering for all the baby gadgets and then preparing to have a baby shower and putting the nursery together. And then towards the end, in the last few months, two or three months, moms start to think about the birth and how to get ready for the birth. And they're usually told by their doctor or whatever hospital they go to when that hospital class is going to be, which is either, I don't know, it it depends on the hospital, but it could be a two-day or a four-day course spread out over four weeks or two weeks or whatever. Every hospital is different. They go to the, the hospital class and half of the class is about the hospital stuff, like where to park and how to register insurance stuff, the hospital tour, and some birthing education as well. And then you're sent off and you just go home and write out the weeks and wait for those signs of labor. And you come back, you have a baby, you stay in the hospital for about a day or two, and then you go back home. Then you're left to become a new mom all by yourself. Well, that's the hospital experience, right? And your whole journey with your doctor, you get about 15 to 20 visits before the baby is born. And those are just checkups on the babies and making sure they hear the heartbeat and make sure baby's growing at a good rate and doing the different tests and all that stuff is great. So you get 15 to 20 visits depending on your situation. And then postpartum, you get one visit. 
Now, that just seems really lopsided to me, and I'm sure a lot of moms feel the same way because once you're in the postpartum period, you need even more support, not less. So there's that typical journey, right? And all we've done to prepare for the baby was get all the baby stuff ready and take less than 10 hours worth of education at the hospital class. I mean, 10 hours is like really, really giving them extra credit because a lot of classes are are less than that total. So there's that journey, the typical journey. You know, the day and age that we live in, we don't live in villages the way we did centuries ago where your family lived next door and the other members of the village live very close to you and they were like extended family and everybody knew each other and everybody helped each other out. Like that is nowhere to be found. That is not how we live today. Usually we do not live really close to our families or at least most of our families and everyone's spread out across the country. We barely know our neighbors and they're not, you know, as as lovely as neighbors can be. It's not the same as having a tight-knit village community. And then we bring our babies into this world and we are pretty much the only ones caring for our baby. You know, we might get some help in the first few weeks, maybe month, month and a half. And that is really great. I mean, that is gold. But it isn't the same as, you know, the olden days and having a village right there with you the whole journey. Because of all that and because of our typical journey in how we prepare for our babies, I think it is important now more than ever to get ready for the babies in a new way, in what I like to call the new era way, where we take moms-to-be from more than just excited, unprepared mamas, because I, I was there once, you know, also with my first baby, and help them transition into the new bonded mama. And in order to do that, you have to prepare for more than just the stuff. And the model I use is the 5S model, which is preparing yourself, your support, your significant other, your space, and your skills. And the more you prepare each one of these pillars, the more beautiful and bonding experience you're going to have with your baby, your partner, and yourself in the postpartum period. So yes, the stuff is still a big important thing as well. And that's part of preparing your space, the baby's nursery, and all the places the baby's going to be in, like the car, and taking the baby out, and things like that. But that's where all our focus is right now. And we have to expand that to these other elements, these other pillars, to really prepare for our babies. So let me touch on the other pillars just really quickly. So preparing yourself. If you're not in touch and aligned within, it can be really rocky entering motherhood. Lots of things happen in the postpartum period with hormonal changes and sleep deprivation and just your whole life changing overnight. So preparing yourself, I like to say self in all caps, is really there at the top and the most important. And then preparing your support. I talked about the village of centuries ago. And today you can recreate a village that's not next door 
but a village that is ready and able and willing to help you if and when you need the help. And then there's preparing your significant other. The relationship after having a baby is tested, to say the least. A lot of people aren't even aware of it. They just, you know, go through the motions and they know it's a little challenging. But if you know that ahead of time and you prepare your relationship, the better off you, baby, and partner will be. And it also helps with things like postpartum depression. If you haven't listened to the last episode, I talked about how dads can also experience postpartum depression. So check that out if you haven't listened to it yet, because that's a newer idea that is not talked about and is not noticed. And then there's preparing your space, which I talked about already. That's We're very good at that. We're very good at preparing the nursery and the baby stuff. The thing I do want to touch on about preparing your space is preparing your household as a machine and putting it on cruise control before the baby arrives. There's lots we can do to automate our homes where we can be a little bit more hands-off and focus on the baby and focus on healing and our relationship and other things that aren't related to the household. And then lastly, skills, preparing your skills. And the biggest one in the immediate postpartum period is the breastfeeding skill. It is a skill that needs to be developed. And every baby is different. Every mama is different. We're all on different levels of, you know, just how naturally it comes to us. And even though it is a a natural, the most natural thing, you know, to breastfeed, even though we want to breastfeed, we have the desire, we have that plan to breastfeed for at least six months, our plans don't always get to our goals, you know, what, what we intend to do. That's because we're not preparing ahead of time. We're not giving ourselves enough time to learn about it. Sure, the best thing is like hands-on learning when the baby is in our arms, but you can actually learn a lot about breastfeeding weeks and months before a baby is born because there's other things other than getting a good latch per se to breastfeeding. There's a lot of knowledge and pieces you can learn about that can support how long you breastfeed. And so that's just one skill that you can develop before the baby arrives. And there's other skills that are going to help you, you know, enter new motherhood and the first year, especially of having a baby, because every few weeks, every few months, there's a new milestone for baby. There's a new period that you'll enter and things are constantly changing and you got to keep up with it in order to feel confident and joyful in this first year of motherhood. There it is. I hope that this episode has made you think about preparing for babies a little bit deeper past the baby stuff. And as you start to think about these different pillars to help you prepare for your baby and you're just wondering where do you stand or how are you doing in your preparation and you need a little guidance, I do offer a new mom assessment and a couple other options to help you through this preparation process. And if that's something like you think would help you, I would love to be a part of your support. You can go to newmomboss.com forward slash guidance. So in the new mom assessment, it's a one hour call and we assess the different parts of your life, where you are in your planning and what knowledge is needed. It can help you get clear on what you need and when you need it. We create an action plan 
And then also audit what you have on your registry, which is all this stuff, which is, I'm pretty sure, really great. But just in case you're not sure or you want to make sure you get all the right things for the first few months and not getting all the stuff for the later months because it just sits in boxes in the corner of your house and the space and the money could be better used in things that you'll use right away. But more importantly, we assess together where you are in those different pillars, yourself, your support, what kind of support you might need, your space and your home and the skills that you're going to need like breastfeeding and other things in the immediate postpartum period. So if that's something that sounds like it would be helpful to you, just get in touch with me because mama, you do not have to figure it out alone. You have limited time until baby arrives. And my wish for you is to be as prepared as you can be so that you can enjoy and have the best experience with your baby and just the new mom experience altogether. And again, you can get more information at newmomboss.com forward slash guidance. All right, mamas, until next week, take care. Hey mama, before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for listening to this show. I know you have a ton of choices out there and I am grateful to have you here. If you found this podcast valuable, then chances are other mamas just like you will too. So if you could do us a favor, please leave a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. We, I mean the future listeners and I, would truly appreciate it. Because I'm sure you already know, small actions can have big ripple effects. Also, if you're not already following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me at New Mom Boss. I love getting connected in DMs and getting to know listeners and also seeing your stories. And lastly, if you're looking for a like-minded community to go on this new mom journey with, then join my free Facebook group called New Mom Lounge. Simply type New Mom Lounge in Facebook and you should easily find it. All right, I hope to connect with you soon. Take care.